Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, The only difference between you and the unbeliever is that you come to church. That is the only difference. Otherwise, your way of thinking, your mindset, how you think of money, how you think of work, how you think of, you know, God, um, my work first, how you think of this thing first, how, the way you think is the same. And as such, you will never know the will of God. He says, when your mind is renewed, then you will be able to test. Then, then you will see something and say, ah, this is the will of God. Then when something, you say, this is the will of God. But the way your mind is, how your mind is about money, how your mind is about car, how is your, mi- your mind is about work and your career and your, your, your school and everything on your mind, like, you will never know the will of God. That is what the scripture is saying. You will never know the will of God. Amen. Amen. So he says, let's go on. He says, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. That means that do and think of yourself with sober judgment means do an honest assessment of yourself. Do an honest assessment. Have an honest opinion of yourself. But don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. That means there's a measure. Everyone has a measure of the faith that God has given him. And that is how you ought to analyze yourself. That is how you ought to analyze yourself honestly so you know what is the will of God for you. Is somebody understanding the word of God? That is how. He says, honest opinion of yourself. Honest opinion of yourself. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Let's continue to read on. So he says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. Do you understand? Look, the Lord is making an an important analogy here, and I want you to really pay attention. He says, just as, for just as each of us Each of us means you and me, everyone. Just as each of us has one body. How many bodies do you have? Some of you have two bodies. But it says, just as each of us has one body with many members. Do you understand what are members? Those are the parts of our bodies. It's one body but with many members. And these members do not have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, you see how many of you are here? In Christ, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Do you understand the scripture? So God is making an analogy of the church, its members, the members who form the church to a body. 
And it says the body has different parts, just as the church also has different members. Hallelujah. It says we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. Do you understand? So you see, if your gift is prophesying, prophesy. Amen. Amen. If that is your gift, prophesy. If your gift is serving, serve. If your gift is to bring drinks to visitors when they come to church, do it well. Amen. If it is teaching, teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. Do you see? Yes. It is, so you realize that it's not only the pastor's work. Can I have a little volume? Because um, you've been mean to me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you realize that it's not only the pastor's work to encourage people. It says, if your gift is encourage, then encourage. If it is giving, then give generously. Amen. Amen. So you see, some of you wives and husbands, that you complain, you give too much. You give too much. You are spoiling somebody's gift that God has given to him or her. The Holy Spirit has given a special gift to someone and then you, every day, how much did you give when they were given? How much? And then you are angry. I saw you writing a check. How much? There was one time that people were giving in the church. They said, who can give this? Who can give that? A man lifted up his hand and the wife pulled the hand down. They said, how many of you can give a thousand? The, wife, the man lift up his hand like this. The wife pulled the hand down. Hey! <laughs> Somebody's special gift. So God is saying, if your gift is given, give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. Lead diligently. It is to show mercy. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Hallelujah. Do it cheerfully. So the members of our bodies do not have the same function. Do you realize that? God is making an analogy here. And the members of our body, as compared to the church also, do not have the same function. They may not even have direct connection. Do you understand? Our hand may not be directly connected to our feet. They don't have any direct connection. But they work in unison. They all work in unison. If you are walking, you cannot walk with your hands like this. You understand? Do you see that something is really wrong here? I want you to see how I am walking. Do you see that? Claudia, do you see something is wrong? Look at that. If you see me walking like this, what would you say? <laughs> Tell me, I cannot hear you. You will ask me if I'm okay. You will ask me if I'm okay. 
Because a part that is supposed to work is not working. Anytime there is a part that is supposed to work stops working, you will see that something is really abnormal. Amen. So if you see that I am working, I am getting to where I'm going, I want to get to the end here. I am going. You see that I'm going, but you see that something is wrong. Madge, can't you, won't you ask me, Rev, are you okay? What is wrong with you? So, if I see you sitting down not doing anything, don't you think that I can also see that something is really wrong with the church? And I also have a right to ask you what is wrong. Amen. Any part that is not working. Hallelujah. We have different functions, but the whole body works in unison. Now we realize now that any part that decides not to play its function eventually gets dormant. Any part of our body that decides not to play its function eventually gets dormant and it gets sick and it dies. Hallelujah. Any part, any part that becomes dormant, that is why when you are not doing anything in the church, when you are not active in the, you don't get involved in the church, don't do anything, even you become dormant. You come when you want to. You see, the person that is leading songs, that is leading praise and worship, can never decide mm, today. Am I going or I'm not going? Um, I don't. I don't feel like going. Or the person that plays the keyboard, he ca- he has no choice. So you cannot be dormant. Do you understand? And for that reason, you cannot die. That means you cannot fall off the body. Amen. You don't understand the message. You do not understand the message. Do you understand the message I'm sharing with you? I say you die out if you remain dormant. You fall out. You become sick. Hallelujah. Now, if the Bible is comparing, if the Bible is comparing members of the church to make one body, if the, body is, if the Bible is comparing the church to the human body, then we can also say that there is no member who is added to us for nothing. Can we say that? Yes. There is no member who is added to us for nothing. If you are a member of this church, you were not added for nothing. Because, you see, God is comparing the church as its members making the body of the church to the human body. There is nothing of the human body that is for nothing. I don't know if you understand my message. Please understand the message. Do you understand the message? Then we can move on. That's it. I need two people to Who else is here that understands me? Okay. Amen. Bernice, do you understand the message? God is comparing the church to the human body. Is there a part of you, Joyce? Is there any part of you that you don't need? Any part of your body that you don't need? Mr. Japon, is there any part of your body that you don't need? That you can get rid of. There is no part. So God is comparing the church to the body, the human body. And the human body has different parts. 
And every part is important. Every part needs to play a role. That means that the church has bodies. The church has members, parts. That every member also needs to play a role. Hallelujah. God did not add any member. God did not add any member just for adding sake. Just you, add, you, you just come. Amen. Any member, you see, when you are not active, when you are not actively involved, when you are not actively involved, you don't get even so concerned about when things are going on. Do you understand? But when you are actively involved, you see, you, you see, when you are not actively involved, when we are preaching, you see, you, as you sit down for a while, you start sleeping. That is why you sleep. That is, have you seen a preacher who is preaching and falls asleep before? If you, if you joke, you have the first one today. I will sleep on you. Eric, have you seen a preacher who has fallen asleep behind the podium before? He's standing by the pulpit and then he falls asleep. But you see, when you are dormant, when you are not doing anything, that is when you are sitting there and then you start sleeping. Because you are not active. Any part that is inactive, you die. You die. Hallelujah. You die. Amen. So, understand that God is comparing the church to the body. So, we understand the message properly. If you don't use your legs, if you don't use your legs, you have legs and you don't use them, with time, you realize that as you are not using them, there is a decreased supply of blood to your legs. Do you understand? The body diverts its blood to the parts that are being utilized. That is why when you see a cripple who is sitting in a wheelchair, you will see that the body supplies more food, more energy, more blood supply, more water, more oxygen to the arms which are driving the wheelchair. And so you see that the man has built more strength in the arms and the feet are atrophied or the feet are skinnier. They have grown lean and they are not growing. Now, when you are inactive, when you are inactive, God directs his supply, supply to the members who are active, members who are doing things, members who, are, who need more energy to do his work. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding the message now? So we can continue. Wonderful. When you are not active, when you are not active, there is no need of supply to you. And you see that more and more energy is more of the spirit, more of the provision is directed to the place where they are active. It is to your benefit to be active in the house of God. It is to your benefit to be involved in the things of God. It is to your benefit. Hallelujah. So when we say, my God shall supply all your needs, the needs are not to everyone. If your feet, you don't need energy, why should we give, keep giving you energy? Amen. Why should we keep giving you energy? You are not using them. So when you pray in that prayer, my God shall supply. See what need, what is the need for supplying? 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God will increase the supply. God will increase the anointing. When you are doing more, when you are needing more, when you need more, God will supply you. Hallelujah. That is why you should also not complain when someone is not doing something and you are doing a lot. You are the one that is receiving more supply. More supply. So do it more and do it more. And you receive the supply. Hallelujah. The supply will be diverted to you because you need it. Amen. You see, that is the worldly thinking. It's a world that thinks like that. That, why am I doing so much and you are not doing and we are all getting... No, 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 no. You are not all equally getting paid. That is a worldly thinking. That is why he says, do not conform to the thinking of the world. Do not think like the world thinks. Let your mind be renewed now so that you understand. You understand the perfect will of God. The will of God for you is that you do more and I will supply you more. That is your will. That is the will of God for you. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? That is the will of God for you. Hallelujah. The path that appear not to be even more, or, or the path that appear to be less honorable. Do you understand? They are less honorable, but they are less honorable in the eyes of men. Do you understand? I want you, you see, we are reading from Romans chapter 2, chapter 12. We are reading from verse 2. And I intentionally read it from there so you understand. That do not conform to the world's thinking. Do not conform to this world. Do not conform to the wisdom of this world. And I'm saying that the parts of the body that are less honorable, they appear so in the eyes of men. It is man's assessment that makes them appear less honorable. But when your mind is renewed, you give honor to even the parts that appear to be less honorable. Such as someone who cleans the bathroom, you will give a lot of honor to such a person. That same honor as you bestow to a pastor. The same honor, the same respect. Do you understand? It is only when your mind is renewed. I say, let your mind be renewed. Don't think of the world. Don't think like that. The world thinks that, oh, if you are cleaning, if you are a cleaner, you are nobody. That is the world thinking. If you think like that, you will never know the will of God for you. You will never even know that the will of God for you is to clean. If you think like that. I hope somebody understands the message today. Amen. So you see, the feet, for instance, your feet appear less honorable. You know, the feet, always smelly, you know. <laughs> the feet can get smelly. Even the clothes that the feet wear, people don't want to see it, you know. You leave it around, people are angry. Do you understand? But if you, are, if you take off your watch and you drop it even on the dining table, people will not get too angry. But if you take your socks and you leave them on the dining people will not be happy with you. But he's a part of the body. Do you understand? He's a part of the body. Though the feet get smelly and dusty all the time. Do you understand? Always covered. Always carrying the rest of the parts. Always carrying the rest of the parts where they want to go. 
and not honorable. Do you understand? But his role is very important. His role is very important. Unlike the mouth, the mouth that goes to sit at the restaurant and enjoys. You know, the mouth enjoys all the time. The mouth says things and the mouth is praised. You know, they're always applauding the mass. Wow, he's wise. He's coming from... You see, but the feet carries the mouth to sit in the restaurant to enjoy. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? If the feet decides not to carry the rest of the parts of the body to the restaurant, the mouth cannot enjoy. His role is very important. There are less honorable parts. If the bladder, you see the bladder, no one, no, you don't, have you seen your bladder before? But it is a part of your body. Do you know what is a bladder? Some of you don't know what is a bladder. What is a bladder? Your bladder is the part that carries your urine. Amen. It's a bladder. It's not, it's not an African brother. I'm not talking about the African brother. <laughs> this is bladder. English word bladder. <laughs> Forgive. You people, your minds are not correct. Let me continue my message. Amen. So you see, the bladder, the bladder is less honorable. When you are preparing to go to the restaurant and then you have washed, you don't care about the bladder. You clean yourself, you put deodorant, even other parts that we can see. Or, and then you have dressed nicely, put makeup on nicely, and you have walked to the restaurant. You, regarding, you don't regard the bladder at all. But when the bladder wants attention on himself, everyone has to come along. Everyone has to come along. His role is very, very important. His role is very, very important. You see, I'm teaching you something that every part of the, every member is very important. And if you don't play your role, you put us in a very bad situation. You put us in a very bad condition. You see, so the feet can be very proud and say, I'm the one that carries all of you everywhere. If the bladder wants attention to himself, the feet cannot rest. You see, the feet is sitting there and then he's just marching. You cannot rest. When the bladder wants attention, you cannot rest the feet. When the bladder wants attention, the feet is restless. When the bladder wants attention, the mind cannot think. The mind feels, I am the one that decides everything around here. But when the bladder wants attention, when he says, look, I am important and I need you to all pay attention to me, the mind cannot work. Is somebody understanding God is comparing his church to the parts of the body. He said, just as the body has different parts, the church also has different members. Amen. Amen. So when the brother says, let's go along, everybody has to come. We don't see him. When you were dressing up for the party, you didn't consider him, but now he's taking you away from the party. There is an important conversation this hour. They are about to toast, but he says, we got to go. We have to go. And everyone is going. Very, very important role. And then he will take all of you. When he gets to where he wants to be happy, the mouth does not have a role to play. 
You know, the brain does not have a role to play. You don't need to do anything. He's just working. And everyone is waiting. Everyone is waiting. Do you understand the word of God? It is very important. It is very important that we understand that we are members of the church. We are part of the church. And everyone ought to play a role. How, what do I know? What role should I play? If you don't reform your mind, if your mind does not change to understand that as little as I make sure that my role is to make sure that the chairs are straightly aligned, maybe that is your role. It is important. It's a gift and it's important. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding the word of God? So we go and we are sitting and then we are chatting and we are chatting. All of us, we are happy. The hand is clapping. Oh, really? And the hand is clapping and, uh, and, and, and the mouth is applauding and the face is shining. Everyone is looking at the outward. Everyone is looking at the outward. If there is a part that is less honorable and we are not paying attention and we don't control, we don't make sure that that part is functioning also, it can bring a lot of distraction. Do you understand? It can bring a lot of distraction to the whole thing that we are doing. That you just put something in your mouth. And it didn't go well. And as you are sitting there, you see bumburungus in your stomach. You hear some bumburungus in your stomach. Then you realize that there is a part of your body very less unravelled. No one respects that part, but that part is very important, and that part needs attention also. <laughs> Look, God is comparing his church to the body. Amen. Amen. Let's pay attention. Amen. Hallelujah. He's comparing his church to the body. If there is a part of the body that is less honorable, we ought to honor that part. Because the role that that part plays is very important to the body. You are enjoying and you are clapping and you are cheering and you, you have to stop. You have to go. He says, it's my turn. Stop the clapping. Stop the talking. It's my turn. You don't have respect for me, but today is my turn. Every part is going. We are all going. Amen. You see, if the teeth decide that, look, if you put the, your mouth, you put the food in me, I won't chew. You, the, you can put the mouth in and say, I won't chew. Can you imagine? You want to enjoy the party, but the teeth says, I'm not chewing today. Today, I'm on break. I'm on, I, I, I've taken off. Now, that is why, that is why no part of the body also can take a break. There is no period that you say, today I'm not, do, I'm not going to church. There is no day that you should say, today I just need to rest. Today, today, the, the way the weather is, I need to rest. Because if your teeth decide that I'm not chewing the rest of the week, you will be very miserable. You will not be a happy person. Even when we have intentionally declared that let's not teeth chew from six to six. When we have intentionally declared 
that our teeth are not chewing from six to six. You are not a happy person. You are not a happy person. You are begging the teeth at 6 p.m. Chew, chew, chew. Please, please, chew, chew. God is comparing his church to the parts of the body. Amen. And every part needs to play a role. Hallelujah. Every part needs to play a role. When the tongue decides that I've receded all my taste buds. Today, if you put food in me, I will not taste it. <laughs> you see, you can't even imagine it. Do you see? You expect the tongue to taste the food when you put the food in the mouth. You expect the teeth to chew when you put it. You expect that it, when you swallow, the esophagus will push the food down. So you can put more. Isn't that so? So you can gain more. So you put more. So you expect that every part of your body, and when after you have enjoyed, you expect that the remnants, someone should get rid of the remnants for you. They are all important parts. Is somebody understanding the word of God? And so what God is teaching us here, he says that just as, just as we all have one body, just as we have one body with many parts, so the church also has different parts. One body, different parts, different members. And every member ought to play a role. Hallelujah. Every member ought to play a role. And there is no member, and I'm teaching you that what we see as less honorable is in the eyes of men. It's in the eyes of men that makes you feel that certain parts of the body, the way they smell, they are not honorable. I can't bring them out. I can't take them places. Do you understand? It's in the eyes of men that makes you feel that what I'm doing is less honorable. Let your mind be renewed. He says, let your mind be renewed so that you will know the will of God for you. You understand the will of God for you. Hallelujah. So he says, God has decided to give everyone a different office. Everyone a different office. Some have the office of the all-out minister working full-time. Others are given the office of a lay person. For us, we have many members. As we have many members, as we have many parts, Romans 12 verse 4, as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office. All the members have not the same office. Hallelujah. But each part that is not working, each part that is not working, it puts the rest of the body in disarrayment. Each part, each, if you decide not to do your work, if you decide, you see, you don't know the part that you are supposed to play. And the reason why you don't know what part you are supposed to play is because your mind has not been renewed. And because your mind has not been renewed, you are not playing that part, and it is making the whole body sick. Amen. It is, look, any part of our body that does not work, if it stops working, it gets sick. If we put you down for a while now, and you don't move, that part of the body starts getting rotten. Any part that is not moving, the body sees it as not needing supply. You are not needing supply. You are not needing supply, and it cuts off blood circulation to that area. And I'm saying that God is comparing the church to the body. Beloved, there is so much that God wants to do in your life. 
But open your eyes. Let your mind be renewed and see what does God want me to do for him. There should not be any member in the church that does not do anything for God. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Maybe your, your, your role is to pray for the church. Pray for the church. Maybe your role is to sing. Sing. Maybe your role is to visit people. Visit people. Maybe your role is to call people. Follow them up. Follow them up. Now, you may think that if I don't do this, it's not important. Someone else will do it. You see, you are putting the whole body. You are putting the whole body in this arena because there is no member of our parts, no member of our body that is there for nothing. Everyone is supposed to play a role. Hallelujah. Our time is up already. I have a lot to share with you, but our time is up. So um, we will pause here. Do you understand the word of God this afternoon? Amen. There's so much that God wants us to do. So I would encourage you, continue reading the book. It is loaded. There's a lot of things that God is teaching us in this book. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let us bring the service to a close. Father, we are thankful. We are thankful. We desire a renewed mind. We desire that our minds will be renewed. We desire that we do not conform to the pattern of this world. That we do not conform to the thinking of this world. That we do not conform to the wisdom of this world. But that our minds be transformed. Our minds be renewed. He said, be renewed of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will. What is the will of God? 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 Oh, yes. What is the will of God? Let your mind be renewed. Let your mind be renewed. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you are, no matter what you have done, no matter what role, it is so important to the body of Christ. You are so important to the body of Christ. Maybe your role is to come and smile in the church. It is a role, it is a gift that God has given you. It is a special gift that God has given you. Maybe your role, your gift is to clap when you are in church. Maybe that is your role. Your role is encouraging. Some of you are to encourage the pastor. Some of you are to encourage other members. That is your role. Maybe that is the part you are supposed to play. Yes. By the power of your
to dishonor. 
But Father, your word says, if a man will purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor. He shall be a vessel sanctified. He shall be a vessel meet for the master's use. Lord, we ask, O oh God, let us be those vessels. Transform us into those vessels. Let us be vessels. Vessels fit for the master's use. You say, some to honor, some to dishonor. But Father, if we will purge ourselves, if we will avail ourselves, we will be supplied by your spirit and we will be fit for the master's use. We are thankful, O oh God, and we are grateful this afternoon. We live here, O oh God, with a mind prepared to hear your will and your call for us. We live here this afternoon, O oh God, with a heart prepared to receive your word. Lord, visit us individually. Visit us in dreams and in visions, O oh God. Let your word speak to us. Let your word minister to us. And let us know, O oh God, what is your will for our lives. We thank you, O oh God. We say, though we did not know the commandments of God, we are still guilty of what we did not do. Therefore, O oh God, have mercy upon us and be gracious unto us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, if you are here this afternoon, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon, you say, I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to be a vessel fit for the master's use. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Do not leave this place without giving your life to Jesus. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Wonderful. Now you are here this afternoon. You say, I don't do much for the Lord. In fact, I don't even know what God wants me to do for him. If that is you, you say, I want to know what God wants me to do for him. I want to do something for, Lord, for the Lord. I want God to show me. I want the renewal of mind that I can know his will for my life. If that is your prayer this afternoon, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Just lift up your hand. You say, I want to know what the Lord wants me to do for him. I want to know what is the will of God for my life. What God wants me to do for him. If that is you, lift up your hand. Father, behold these hands that are lifted up. Lord, they avail themselves to you, O oh God. Father, they come prepared to be purged. And Father, you say, if we will purge ourselves from this, Father, we shall be a vessel of honor, a vessel fit for the master's use, a vessel that is transformable. Father, behold these hands. Let their lives be in your hand, O oh. You are the master porter. Let their lives be in your hand like a clay. Father, reform their lives. Transform their lives. In the name of Jesus. Reshape their lives, oh God. Let them be a vessel that is prepared to receive of your spirit. In the name of Jesus. 
I pray, Lord, let these ones have angelic visitations in their dreams and in their visions. Visit them, oh God. Visit them. Speak to them, oh God. Visit them. Reveal what your will and what your plan is to their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, help them not to be little, small beginnings. But I pray, oh God, let them have a renewal of mind and change them, Lord. Anything that stands their way, anything, any opposition, any forces of darkness that stand in their way, that they cannot serve you. Lord, I ask oh God that you make way for them to serve you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats? Wonderful. Desire to do the things of God. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com. The only difference between you and the unbeliever is that you come to church. That is the only difference. Otherwise, your way of thinking, your mindset, how you think of money, how you think of work, how you think of, you know, God, uh, 